When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Right now at Strava Craft Coffee, DNVR listeners, you guys can get 25% off your first purchase with the code DNVR25. And if you're a returning customer, you can use the code DNVR20 for 20% off your order. Of course, Strava Craft Coffee is packed with CBD. can help relieve back pain, neck pain, arthritis, IBS, stuff that's been going on for a while, long-term uh, aches and pains that you just haven't been able to get rid of. Try out CBD, try out Strava Craft Coffee. It can really help a lot. So use the code DNVR20 for 20% off. If you're a first-time customer, DNVR25 will eat you 25% off at StravaCraftCoffee.com. That hitting me at 10 a.m. was Wow. Like, damn. Are we gonna be in fast forward this entire Whoa, time? Fast forward? <laughs> Wait, are we live? Are we live right now? <laughs> are we live? Are we live right now? <laughs> is it all? Is it? Is it also one year later for Game Five today? <laughs> Dude, I, I'm serious about this space time continuum being bent and broken by the coronavirus. Completely broken. What's <laughs> happening? I haven't heard it called coronavirus for a long time. Yeah, well, you're yeah, welcome. Yeah. You know, it's like a little bit of a weird one. I went to a concert last night, and the band that opened was Delta Spirit. Oh. Everyone was like, "What a rough name!" Like, what a- there, yeah. dude, there was a there was an import export shop on uh, Broadway on uh, South Broadway, and its name is ISIS. And I was like, <laughs> ISIS, that's that's rough. Wasn't ISIS like a low key name that was on the rise? Probably. Oh no! I think like there's like a lot of like 15 year olds walking around named ago. ISIS or something. 15 and it's just years like, ago. Yeah. Actually, along those same lines, I did my daughter's soccer team. I saw my first ever Khaleesi in the wild. <laughs> wow! I know Khaleesi. So Unbelie- that's a, it's a little unbelievable. Bit of a weird one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Imagine when you Thrones. have to give the uh, like the history of why your name Khaleesi 20 years from now. Yeah. Well, there was this show. It was really overrated. But, um, <laughs> that, no, it was not overrated. It just ended in a way. That, um, I want to I wanna meet the, my first Hodor. Hodor. <laughs> that would be a really rough, rough, like, explaining to your kid. Like, I don't know. You were born. You're just kind of an ogre. <laughs> you were a real big blob. Uh, well, this was the weirdest intro we've ever done to the yeah, show, yeah, but I kind of liked it. A, a cold we're, open. We're all giddy. Or giddy. We're all, well, we are giddy, but I we're all delicious. Delusional. We were all uh, having a hard time. Uh, I was complaining because the show's at 8 a.m., but the show's at 10 a.m. <laughs> yeah, shows where you're at. This <laughs> I wish you guys could see the complaints that I have received to HR for the early time change. And oh, not even man. from our audience, from from our parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, oh, yeah. you mean our audience? Full disclosure, it's been from us. Yeah, yeah. You mean our audience <laughs> that's literally still in bed? They're not, yeah, they're upset. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's the thing. Nobody in Denver works anymore, like traditional jobs. So everybody is probably watching. Are we watching Portland this in bed. now? Are we 
Portland? Yeah, <laughs> the, you, you guys, where young people go to retire? Growlers? Do we want some growlers? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> want to get some growlers later, guys? <laughs> Holy shit. Just drinking coffee all day. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, you guys may or may not have noticed Harrison Wind is back oh, in studio. Yeah. I, didn't, I actually did not notice. Back. Up, Harrison? From the Wi-Fi wasteland. The Wi-Fi yeah. wasteland. Yeah. Like when you go, um, I hope my my in laws are not listening to this. Um, when you <laughs> when you travel, you know, just you just assume every house that you stay in is just gonna have adequate Wi Fi. You, I, it's probably a a bad assumption, but I assumed I was wrong. Yeah, you can't make that assumption, man. Yeah, we really need Wi Fi to be better. Like we just need. I I thought. Ten years ago, Wi-Fi would just be everywhere. You walk in the desert, there's Wi-Fi. Right. That that would be my platform if I ran for president. I'm not <laughs> Wi-Fi. Ever, it's, it's so true. If you ran for president, you could come up with like three of the most like superficial yeah, things. Just that you're everywhere like, you go, you're going to be able so to look hold up on. the so Wi-Fi. You're gonna, what else gonna is on the? You're going to run. Here. You're going to run your United States presidential campaign the same way the class president runs there. There'll I'm going to get every. There'll be a soda machine. I'm going to get every millennial vote, Democrat or Republican. I'm going to corner the millennial vote. <laughs> And also, the Gen Z vote. I'm also uh, not sure about the word need, that we need Wi-Fi. Was it a little nice to be disconnected? No, because I answered no. the show. Oh. <laughs> I will say, I do find it nice. You're right, Eric. Sometimes, that's it why is nice when you can get disconnected. That's one of the things about when you go camping and you're like, you have no service. You put your phone away and you forget about it. You're kind of like, oh, yeah, I forgot I have a phone. And it does feel kind of nice. Um, then you get back, you're like, What? Jamal and Bones Highland were, t- were tweeting each other? Oh, I lost it. I wasn't there. <laughs> All right. So, guys, we are, as always, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top rated <laughs> sportsbook. Yeah, we've got to get to that. Use promo code DNVR when you sign up. To give you the rundown for today's show, we got Bones and Jamal. What? Giving us some content, Let's baby. Some beautiful, go, sweet content. I love these two. Dude. I love them individually. You put them together. I was like, I think this is going to be a, a, an incredible duo. Yeah. Already We're di- already getting it. Already dishing out assists. Already dishing out assists. <laughs> We're also going to talk about Bones Hive. I don't know if you guys know about this. Bones Hive. Bow High? Bow High. Northside. Bones Hive is um, it's a force. We're going to talk about that. Yo, uh, Bones Hive. Hit me up, dude. Yeah, I hit us up, man. I we're, we are Bones Hive, but we're kind of like outside the circle of Bones Hive. We're How gonna do you get, get in? in circle. I want to get in. Um, open tryouts. The Nuggets, the, the G League, the Gold are having open tryouts. We're trying to get Harrison Wynn signed up. We're, we're seeing if he could be a. Uh, I was trying to get Superstar Dev signed up. Get Superstar Dev I'm in retired, there as well. man. <laughs> Jamichael Green and Will Barton had media availability yesterday. We're going to talk about some of the takeaways from that one. And then later in the show. Carmelo Anthony. I put this on the back burner, guys. I wanted. To, I hope we get to this. We're gonna. Well, I, I hope we do as well. Carmelo Anthony says he never wanted to leave Denver. He never wanted to. Hold on. Can you allow me to roll my eyes back to the back of my head until I, they start bleeding? Hold on just a second. And then, oh, there it is. Also in Nuggets news, we're gonna talk about J.R. Smith and his ventures now playing golf for. Was it eight? What is it? Carolina A&M? What was the school oh, again? Probably should have done some more. Yeah, I, can't, I, I mean, it's not an important detail. I don't know if <laughs> I even brought it, brought it up. Um, but first, I want to remind everybody, tonight at 6 o'clock, Mountain Time, I'm going to be doing a live interview with George Carl, keeping it 1,000 podcast with George Carl and Kenneth Freed and what is uh, really the second episode, even though it's kind of the launch of a new series, the Denver Nuggets Legend Series. We're going to have Kenneth Fareed live on our show for one hour, and we're just going to go through his time in Denver, 2011, all the way up until he was traded. And I think 
part of this series and what I'm so excited to do with this Legend series is tell the history of the entire Denver Nuggets, their entire franchise history, through interviews with players who played it. And I just think it's going to be a fantastic series. We did this already with Alex English. Had him on the show. We talked about it. Um, so there's already been an unofficial first episode. But going forward, we're going to have these every couple weeks with the new Denver Nuggets Legends. Very excited. Can I just interject? Uh, fuck yeah, dude! That sounds incredible. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm it's gonna be a banger. <laughs> I'm so excited for it. Let's man. Go, Kevin should be really cool too because he saw some really high highs with with the Nuggets totally and some really low lows. Man, like he he was on the roster for those dark Brian Shaw days, and some he was on some great teams also. So here's what's interesting about Fareed is he was both one of the main faces, the fan favorite, and one of the faces of a great era. Albeit a micro era, yeah. 2011 to 2013. B- big he, era for me, though. <laughs> uh, he, was, he was one of the main faces of that and the, probably the most loved. Then he was on a team that was in nowhere, you know, in no man's land with Brian Shaw and, you know, people are hurt, whatever. Yeah. And then he was on the very beginning, the first two years of the Jokic era, which is now, you know, this era that we're in. So he has a weird career in that he spans basically three micro eras. He's the only player that did that here, right? Gallo and Chandler both did as well. Oh yeah, yeah Gallo right, and Wilson Chandler. Right, so, right. um, so it'll be a great conversation. And then also, you know, just kind of checking in what his plans are, what his goals are. You know, as he kind of tries to fight to get back into the league. At least I think that's that's probably part of his goals. So well, tune yeah. in for that. He did but, just play in summer league. Well, he did. Yes, yeah, so yeah. you have to assume. Yeah, yeah he's, still, he's definitely very interested to get back in the league. But you I didn't that. realize that he had played thirty-seven total games after leaving Denver. Isn't that wild? That was stunning. 441 games with the Nuggets. He left. He thought like he had this other chapter and this or that just in my head. 37 total games. I mean, you remember when he got traded? He got traded in a salary dump. Yeah. That was a straight salary dump for Denver to avoid the luxury tax. Right, right. Like they attached a pick to get rid of him. Right. I I think. Or was that the Wilson Chandler one? So I want to talk to him about all of this stuff and just how he feels about the organization, all that stuff. It's going to be great, man. George Carl and, and George Carl, by the way, loves, you know, him and Kenneth Fareed, like he he started oh, Kenneth Fareed yeah. as a rookie in a playoff series, like uh, you know. I love that fun. Kenneth Fareed. That was one of the first, first shirts I ever made. The Manimal. Which one? It was a picture of Kenneth Fareed. Oh wow! Yeah, that I, that my first three shirts I, I, I released. This one. First three shirts I released were uh, uh, it was the Denver Nugs. Okay. <laughs> it was uh, the uh, Wilson Chandler yeah. and the Kenneth Fareed. That's dope. I still have some. Hey, hit me up. Can I wear one? Nice. Yeah. All right, there we go. <laughs> um, guys, but we're going to start off, and we're going to get right into this. We have beef. Oh, boy. <laughs> hassle? No. no, we don't have hassle. Uh, hassle Wagyu beef. Wagyu? No, we don't actually have beef. What we have is Jamal Murray. I, I We said this a week ago or maybe two weeks ago that we're like, Bones has, like, some of Jamal's personality. You know, like, he's got this, like, wants to talk shit, wants to go at you, some one-on-one. He's got a lot of, like... Street ball in his hooper. game, so like he's a hooper man. He's a real hooper. <laughs> a real hooper's no hooper, and Jamal has a lot of that, obviously, as well. So he's the glitch. We thought, um, all right, these two get together. When Jamal gets healthy, these two are going to be going at it, like in practice. They're going to have shooting competitions. It's going to be great. Lo and behold, didn't need Jamal to get healthy for this to happen. We get a tweet <laughs> last night from from Jamal Murray that says, like. It's <laughs> such a dick move. It's like a a fun, you know, you know, a friendly yeah. dick move. He's he says. I beat, FYI, beat uh, Bones Highland with my left hand at a free throw shooting competition, which, first of all, really fucking impressive, man. Really have, impressive. Have you seen Jamal shoot free throws left-handed? I don't think I, I mean, I've seen like one, but yeah. I don't know if he I've can, seen He's him. like a legit good shooter with his left hand. Well, I feel like, I, feel like I, this, 
just pays away for me to send out a tweet right after the show that says, I beat Harrison, Adam, and Brendan in Papa Shop at uh, Summer League. That is true. We actually had a video of it. You, you did, did that. You yeah, did that. It was actually on video, which I don't. I don't know if this was. I wouldn't like O for Ted on the like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, was, uh, it was very tough. frustrating. It was. It was less. It was yeah, less impressive rim. on my part and more deeply unimpressive on yours. He says, "I beat Busy Bones from the free throw line with my left hand and one leg today. He's sick." Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, That's totally like varsity player talking to the guy on the sophomore team about beating them in one-on-one, I feel like. Oh, this is 100%. Like, if you beat somebody bad like that, you can't keep it to yourself. This, <laughs> there's some, like, you know, what happens in the locker room. This is like, like, we keep secrets. But this is one where it's like, I'm sorry, bro. I'm going to yeah. blow you up on Twitter. <laughs> I'm going to let everybody know if this happened. Um, he, he left out what, you know, like, he did he go 9 of 10 from the line? We didn't even I know. know. 18 to 20 from the line. The, the, That's what we're missing the, here. Forever the stats guy over here. <laughs> <laughs> he wants the analytics. <laughs> like, hold well, on, what are we doing here? Yeah, we <laughs> spreadsheets when you're talking about free throw It could have been like first one to miss and Jamal made two and Bones went like one <laughs> for one. And it's like, okay, that's, that's you know, this is a little thin. Um, but I do love it, man. Like, I know we're not going to like read into that. I know so there's some people that will get online and try to like overanalyze every goddamn thing. I just want to fun analyze this yeah. uh, because it is hilarious to me and it's so great. And it's the buddy, uh, the buddy comedy I always wanted. You get two hyper competitive, super fun players together. And here you go. We got a little trash, a little big yeah. brother, little brother. I mean, this is what's great about bringing Bones Highland into the Nuggets, man. Like, you're just going to get this stuff, I feel like. Yeah, out of the blue. Sure. I know he seemed like I think I, I want to hang. Do you think I could tweet him? No, okay. no. <laughs> um, I don't think they're as fun. <laughs> Maybe I don't if know. You drafted like oh, I'm sure a lot of rookies. You wouldn't be getting this this type of thing with right off the bat. Yeah. Um, and Bones Highland lives in the gym. He's addicted to basketball, like a lot of these Nuggets still, guys are. So we're gonna get this a lot. Man. Still waiting for the argument. Why he we didn't draft Dame Lillard? Still waiting. <laughs> still have not heard. Um, so yeah, man. Like I, I just I, I love this idea. I also think there's probably something too. Like it, this tells you a lot of little things. Jamal, I'm sure just itching for competition. Think about oh. how few competitions he's probably had over the last <laughs> yeah. like five he's, months. He's like Jordan in the Last Dance, like throwing a quarter yeah. against the wall. Like just who wants hundred bucks? Who something? He just needs something to feel yeah. a little competitive edge. So yeah, <laughs> free throw competition. Like, hey, it's all I can do right now is free throws. Let's do it. We're right. doing. He's like a thousand bucks. I can shoot this piece of paper into that trash can. <laughs> Stuff like that. So I love it. I also think there is a little bit of a not like you know Jamal. Not I don't. I don't want people to overinterpret this. Oh, Not boy, that he feels come, like, guys. oh, he's coming for my spot or this or that. But there is a little oh. like, all right, fresh meat. Like he's yeah. guy. I seen him saying that he's coming for all the smoke. Let, this let, year me, show, like, let yeah. me show him what's up in a free throw competition. <laughs> I hope Jamal uh, records an album too and like <laughs> just I try to get on top of it. It's funny diss track. Um, so I love it, man. I already love it, and I can't wait. Like I said, next it's probably we probably have to wait all the way up until like next year before we truly get the jamal bones like, yeah they're just gonna play zero minutes together this next season no 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 no. Probably. i'm saying one-on-one like you know i don't know like when jamal comes back i don't even know if they'll be doing <laughs> one-on-one games but we're gonna yeah. get the practice like running count every single game i remember people talking about kobe this way where it was like mm-hmm. after practice every time he'd be like we're playing one-on-one again and you guys would be like dude no, i'm tired like this or that and he's like no Every day we play one on one because yeah. we have to see who's the best. So and it's always me. The only the only question that remains is: Do we refer to them collectively as Bone Jam or Jam Bone? Nope. <laughs> yeah, it, was a, it, was a, it was a try. It wasn't, it was a, it wasn't a attempt. And it's an either or made. proposition. I, I vote uh, 
Bone Jam. <laughs> well, he goes by Busy. Why don't you combine Jamal and Busy? What do you get? Bismal. Jizzy or Bismal? Collectively, they're just Jizzy. Uh, all right, oh we're gonna we're gonna have to work, dude. I, uh, Ten a.m. T- starting time forever. We are delirious, and it, they're bringing the worst oh, out of us. So I love the competition that's happened already. Now here's there's a secondary part of this, and that is <laughs> Vote bless for Jam Bone, bless Bones. Bones is because what? Uh, Kale, help me out. What is after Millennial? A Zoomer? Uh, Gen Z. Yeah, Gen no, Z. is it? But are they called Zoomers? Yeah, we're all right. Oh, oh you are one. Okay, that so sucks. Yeah, jeez, oh, yeah, I like Kel so much. No, so busy, very clearly a Zoomer, right? Like, oh yeah. Every time, every couple of years, you get a new like sort of micro generation coming in, and so you know, Bones is a very online person, as like almost everybody his age is, and even we are, we're old. Yeah, if you're not very online as a Zoomer, you're just weird as hell. But <laughs> but what I like is he gets a little Vic Lombardi replies to a tweet and says, "Damn, trade him to the Jamal Murray tweet." Bones quote tweets it and says, "I'm gonna block everyone." He goes full Woj. You know Woj does this. If anybody yeah. disparages Woj, Woj will like not just block the tweet, but anybody, anybody that, liked that liked it. it. Yeah. yeah. He goes went, full scorched earth. He goes full Woj here, and he says, anybody that likes this tweet, I'm going to uh, delete. Now, first of all, we know and love Vic. True Northsider. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Vic Lombardi. Clearly a joke. Vic, a very sarcastic individual online. Now he gets blocked, and people had to come out and tell him, like, yo, come on, man. It's a joke or whatever. Um, but what I love is it wasn't just Bones. Who said like, "Hey, no, you know, whatever." It was Bones Hive, which might be the number one hive on the Denver Nuggets. Holy smokes! You say something about Bones online, boom, the hive descends, and they're right. Actually, no, there's one. Are we big, gonna get? There's a bigger hive. This show. If we power rank the hives, where's the number one hive? The Bay Hive. What's Bay? Beyonce. That's the number one hive oh, on the internet, I'm dude. About nuggets, nuggets hive. You the, said the hive. believers. Sorry, all the right, believers. the Bay Hive is the number one hive. You're right. <laughs> it's the top hive, dude. <laughs> <laughs> um no, the number one Nuggets hive might be Faku. Faku. Oh, I mean Jokic maybe like the thing is we've never said a bad word about Jokic because we the just The thing is him. like we are the Jokic hive. <laughs> we are, we are the Jokic hive. It's so true. That's a great so point. actually maybe there is a day where it comes and we're like, "Yo, just you know, let us down and then like We'll find out. Oh, that Harrison a- said that he wasn't the most exciting player. <laughs> and he was canceled. That for actually, first of all, you're right. We are the Hive. Because I canceled Harrison for that take. All right. You're right. Jokic Hive, we just don't know. Because yeah, we're so we're, 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 for, we're forced for the trees on the that one. The center of the universe. We can't see outside of it. Uh, the whole world is the Hive. Faku Hive is very strong. Like, you yeah. say something about Faku, man. And, like, they go. Also, like, one of our top five, I think, all time post game shows is preseason game one. Yeah. <laughs> With Faku's debut. I, I wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> so Faku Hive, but Bones Hive right there in the top three, I think. Why already. is the Bones Hive so strong? Is it a combination of he's a Zoomer? Zoom, I Zoomer just number learned one. That uh, today. Yeah. He's uh, so charismatic. Like he's just he's so, so charismatic. The Hooper factor oh. as it like comes into this a little bit. The Hooper Hive? Just Hoopers is, stand more for Hoopers. We this has been 20 shows straight that Harrison has said the word Hooper. Oh, <laughs> keep that meter running. Keep that going to be like a thousand shows consecutive. Dude, it's because he's dope as hell. I'm, yeah. I'm a member of the Bone Time. I just not, have not a received my formal invitation. Yeah, you're a, you're a lieutenant. Uh, again, 
Where's the invite? <laughs> Do I need an invite? How's this, is there a knock? Don't ever say anything bad about Bones, guys. Boy, I, don't. Please, why would I? <laughs> what would compel me to say something bad about Damian well, Lillard? Well, I, I will say, you have compared him to Damian Lillard, but you have also talked a lot of shit about Damian Lillard. So. Yeah, but that's because I like he's so good. It makes me angry. Okay. All righty. There you go. I mean, uh, I mean, I'm a small man, Adam. You know who I think is the number four hive? And this, if he were a better player, would be number one. Bullhive? Bullhive, man. But like, yeah, they've gone a little sure, silent. Man. Hive like, Hive? Right. Yeah. Even... <laughs> Even Jamichael Green out of nowhere yesterday. Yo! He's like, who do you think's going to break out this year? I'm ready for the bowl bowl breakout, man. Can we couch that? Can we sure, talk about that sure. in the Jamichael? I didn't know if we were going to get to that in, the, in, I, that, I in wasn't. that portion. I wasn't, but, but I'm very <laughs> glad you brought it up because that was like what, maybe the most interesting thing I just said. like didn't have enough energy to tweet that quote. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> like, like, I just can't. Because bowl hive would have come out <laughs> yeah, of the woodwork. And been I like, just can't do it anymore. They're going to come out anyway. <laughs> um, do we have a fifth hive? Is there a fifth hive? Well, I'll there? tell you what hive should be stronger is the MPJ hive. It should be stronger, <laughs> don't you think? Yeah, like yeah, for sure. I mean, he's an awesome very, player. Very, very curious. He's a very curious. <laughs> very curious. By the way, today aliens. He's yeah. in. He's in on aliens. See, this is what I thought. Curious Mike was like. He started off. He just talked talked about going through AAU, and I was like, I'm not curious about it at all. <laughs> aliens. Yeah, like let's get into this. Are you kidding me? I will definitely watch Curious oh, Mike's entire hour long episode if it's just on million, aliens. Like yeah. I want to hear his thoughts on crypto. I want to hear his <laughs> thoughts well. on aliens. I want to hear his thoughts. I don't want to hear anybody's thoughts on crypto. To be honest, there's nobody. I, I, you're not Michael curious. Porter. I'm not curious about crypto or Michael no, Porter's not. crypto thing. But aliens, I'm all in. He probably had to lay the baseline with some like just real genuine content. And now he can really just branch off into like conspiracy <laughs> yeah, theories. Like, and he stuff. had to set the like yeah. baseline of hey, we're being serious here. Then that's like the, like that's the template for this specific episode of the show. <laughs> We've done reasonable uh, versions of this Nugget show, and today uh, it's just off the rails. What if, what if he comes out and says, "This is on the table. I've seen aliens. <laughs> I've seen them. I bet oh, he has." <laughs> Oh my god! You say that one time, and you're the alien guy. It's like you're not yeah. known for anything else, but like he's also he's already. Oh, or Crypto Hive is after me. <laughs> crypto yeah. Hive is the top hive for sure. I, mean, my, I didn't say it. I'm just said I'm not inter. I don't want to talk about it. You know what else I don't want to talk oh, about? We're back. Interest rates. You know what? You know like, what I don't want to talk about? Currencies. You know what? I don't want to talk about NFTs. <laughs> Nobody talk about NFTs. Hey me, man, Th Thomas Welsh launched an NFT that I have an NFT. Crypto day. poops. Crypto poops. Check it out. It's Thomas Welsh. He's the only one I want to talk about NFTs with. We are. I don't, don't talk to me about NFTs. Uh, we are deep in off season today, boys. We are deep in the off season. Let's take a break. On the other side, though, we're gonna talk about oh, more off season content. We're gonna talk about open tryouts as well as Jermichael Green and Will Barton, including Jermichael Green's endorsement of Bull Bull. <laughs> oh man. Uh, I don't know if I have the energy. Uh, <laughs> across the DMVR network, we're now sponsored by Ball. Yeah, as in Ball Arena, where the Nuggets play, as in the aerospace technology company. Also, as in the world's largest aluminum can and packaging manufacturer, Ball has been leading global sustainability efforts for decades. They're a really cool company that's doing a lot of cool stuff across the world. Uh, you know them as the company that makes those 8, 12, and 16-ounce can sizes for all kinds of liquid they make cans in over 30 different sizes at facilities across the world. The Golden Plant right here in Golden, Colorado. They make regular 8-ounce, 12-ounce sleek cans, a 24-ounce growler size, 12 and 24-ounce cans as well, a Lumitech bottle, several different can lid sizes, which are then shipped to uh, other plants to be filled. If you want to work at Ball, 
Check them out. Go to jobsupball.com, search for Golden, or you can simply text Golden to 77222. A great place to work local for a great company that's been leading sustainability efforts across the world for decades. Uh, so check them out. If you want to work at the plant in Golden, jobsupball.com, search for Golden, or text Golden to 77222. Uh, also, at DraftKings right now, sure they got a great promotion going on uh the nfl is back guys the nfl is back let's freaking go and DraftKings sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the nfl is giving all new players a can't miss offer for week one bet just one dollar on any nfl game during the first week of the season and receive two hundred dollars in free bets i feel like these uh offers just keep getting better and more yeah. ridiculous from DraftKings. It was like bet a dollar, get fifty bucks. Bet a dollar, get a hundred. Now it's bet a dollar, get two hundred dollars in free bets instantly. Man, uh, take advantage of this limited time offer right now. Download the top-rated DraftKings sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNVR to receive two hundred dollars in free bets when you place a one-dollar bet on any Week One game. So it doesn't even matter if the team you bet on wins or loses. You just have to bet a dollar on a Week One game. You're going to get 200 bucks in site credits. We, I say this, this is not betting a, a dollar. This is paying $1 for $200. Right. <laughs> Investing a dollar, if you it's, will. You buy $200 for a dollar. Yeah, yeah, it's a good And trade. then you could put just put your 200 bucks on an absolute lock. Well, they break it up into eight different bets. So you can only make, okay. you make eight $25 bets. And so... S- same thing, though. Well, but yeah, but, so you, but you couldn't load it up onto one bet. You, yeah. But that's even better. You yeah. have the opportunity to diversify your portfolio. You oh, could my bet, God. You could bet on the Rockies, blowing it on the road. That's a safe bet. <laughs> <laughs> that's so true. <laughs> the Rockies to go up and then lose. Rockies on the road with like a one-run lead going into the seventh or eighth. Yeah. It's like, boom, hop on DraftKings, take the loss. Yeah. Hey, the Rockies <laughs> won in extras last night. Oh, Give cool. them some oh, credit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the Rockies well, won in extras. We don't talk about facts on this show. Um, again, for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, get that offer. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details, and if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. I have to hit this comment from my guy, James Rade. He says, Jokic on NFTs. Yeah, man, I get no free throws. NFTs. That's like the worst dad joke ever. Oh, and I am Adam so in on it. I couldn't be happy. <laughs> I saw see, it and I was like, see, this is why I don't want to talk about NFTs. <laughs> 10 out of like 10 this. dad joke. I'm so in. <laughs> no free throws. <laughs> so up so much. Uh, pretty good. Shouts to James. Pretty good, James. Um, all right. Open tryouts. Yeah. Publicity stunt? We really looking for what are, over under zero point five people from the open tryout that will be selected. Over, I'll take one. I'll take one. You think too. they'll be the token like guy off the street that they're just like, hey man, this guy was a real baller. I think so. Over yeah, I do. I, think, I, think, I see one. Well, do you but know, it's like an open tryout. Teams from, have these open tryouts. Like this is not a, a one-off thing that Nuggets are doing. G League teams do this. And look, there's going to be some former D one D two player who shows up who's actually legit good. Actually, so people don't really know this. These open tryouts, they because they the answer is they are a publicity stunt because people will sh- sign up and go try to play. Yeah. But the actual people that are going to be there are going to be actual guys. Like Hartenstein will be like yeah. his agent will bring him yeah. into this open tryout. Like there will be a group of people like me or you who show up. They'll put all of us yeah. on one court. Totally. And then they'll put all the real hoopers on the other. And court. they cut people like as I, I, if I recall because I I haven't seen one of these for a couple of years. But if I recall, it was like. 
yeah, it's like a two-hour workout, and they'll just kind of slowly be like, "Hey, man, thank you. We're gonna we're moving on to set round two. You're out." Yeah, and then they like, just kind of whittle it down, and the next thing you know, it's guys whose agents are there. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> it's like it's like wait, that guy played in the league last year. Well, yeah, wasn't exactly wasn't not wait, a is real that open like trial. Jimmer Fredette. <laughs> Jimmer Fredette is there just murdering. It. Jimmer would destroy the open trial. Oh man, I'm surprised I, they don't just like take the summer league team and make them the G League team. Exactly. Like, exactly. Well, yes. Yeah, well, like. Xylem Cheatham. Uh, well, he'll be in the G League. He might be on the team. Unfortunately, we no, already lost uh, Caleb. Caleb Agata. Yeah. Oh, we shocker. Him. He didn't want to go to the G League. He's down making like real money. Yeah, in that's the, the thing. Like the money you make overseas compared to the G League. Sometimes it's not comparable. Yeah. You just make a lot more money in one of these top leagues in Europe. It'd be fun to do the open tryout, though. I'm trying to get Not Dev signed up for it. I'm trying to get Dev like, on it. The Nuggets would be really pissed. <laughs> if we got, I mean, I guess they would can't be amazing stop if you no. made the team. You're like, well, <laughs> when they your do, best shooting day when ever. You you're put just on like an open tryout. They've the Nuggets have to expect. All right, we're gonna get like one guy from DNVR is gonna do it. Vic Lombardi is gonna Vic do Vic it. Vic is trying. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh but, my god, that it, would be incredible content. We have to get Dev. No, we'll we'll cover the shit out of it. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. Can you imagine like? You know, you are a D1 athlete. You've been trained doing all this. You have to go up against Harrison Wynn, who's like, just there as a joke. A total joke. <laughs> like, where it's like the press day for the Super Bowl. Like, people are showing up in costumes. <laughs> yeah, <and stuff>. totally. <laughs> trying to get hard-hitting questions. You're like, God damn it, okay. It would yeah. totally be like, that's a good comparison. Anyway, open tryouts would make some great content. I bet one person from open tryouts lands on the G League team. That has an agent or that's just like a guy? You didn't put that qualifier oh out there. God, I don't know. I'm just on. saying one person. They're holding him in Grand Rapids too. So <laughs> in Grand Rapids as well. Yeah, oh. one one in Grand Rapids. One is in Jason Denver. Terry going to be there? Like, what? Can you imagine if Jason Terry actually analyzed your game? So the press release said Nuggets coaches and front office personnel will be in attendance. Can you imagine? Oh, Michael who, Malone. Who, who gets even the call there? to go to that Marty? <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. They're not. They're. T- I would love to see Michael Malone there analyzing Vic Lombardi versus Dev. Um, Jamichael Green and Will Barton had their media availability. This is actual Nuggets news. We can now get to halfway through segment two. But, um, you know, these, they were made available because they technically signed contracts. Like, not every player is going to be, but technically they signed. So this is their, like, hey, talk to the media about it. We'll start with Jamichael Green. Where do you want to start with this one? And what stood out to you about his conversation with the media? Um... That he knew he was he wanted to come back to Denver before last season ended, right? <laughs> it's like right. we spend so much time throughout the year and then in the off season. Oh, is Jamichael Green? Does he want to come back to Denver? Is he going to get interest elsewhere? Is he? Oh, he declined the player option. What does that mean? Well, he wanted to come back to Denver all along, right? And the Nuggets wanted him back all along, and it really wasn't that. It was an open and shut case. He was coming back. He wanted to come back. I'm a little bit surprised that it was that open and shut. Um, you know, I thought, look, he was here for one year. He didn't necessarily play a ton of minutes. I think he actually probably, if, you, if you're Jermichael Green, I think you look at it and say, I could have played even more minutes than what I did. Um, you know, the season, it's not that it was, from his perspective, he came here to compete. And I think the Nuggets would have competed for a title. And last year, they didn't just because of the injury. So it wasn't. It, just looking at this kind of objectively, I can't imagine it was the best season for him. So the yeah. fact that he came back to me really signif- signals that he is buying in to what's there more so than he was just like, man, what a great time. It's more like, all right, didn't go the way, but I do believe it will go the way. Well, I you have to, to also like take into consideration that Jokic said he wants to play with him for the rest of his life. That has to say that they got some good chemistry in the locker room. Like it's a 
good. You know Are you mean? surprised that Yo- that Jamichael Green is a Jokic guy? That Jokic. Yes, I, I don't understand at all. Like why? I, Jokic I do said get that. it. I actually do get it. It's because Jamichael Green's like kind of the opposite of Jokic. Oh, I disagree. Oh well, I mean, Jamichael Green's like an absolute bruiser. He's like a well. Uh, his game is like. I'm gonna beat you up inside. I'm gonna bang on the glass. I'm like Jokic is a bruiser too, though, in a different way. Like I think playing against Jokic is a pain in the ass because he's well, he's enormous. Like he, that's the one thing that is so underrated about him is that he's a massive human. Yeah. And just leaning on you and hit and like Jokic, especially you sit and watch him closely. Like guarding Jokic, you probably come home with several bruises. He comes home with several scars on his arms, too. but yeah, he's it's a physical. You're touching him the whole time. Yeah, kind of game. But I think Jokic just recognizes that like. Look, I just need somebody like that on my team. Yeah. I need an enforcer. Yeah. I, so here's what I think it is. An underrated aspect of Jokic's sort of like personality is he's a country boy. You know, he's he's small town, but he's a bit of a country boy. And uh, Jermichael Green, country boy, southern country boy. So I think they have a little bit of this like southern, you know, <laughs> I, mean, I know, it, I know it's, it's Serbia, so it's a little bit different, but I think it comes okay. from that. People have told me, the Serbians have told me that Jokic has a pretty thick accent, like country accent uh-huh. in that's Serbian, which I will never know. It. But um, So I think that's what it is, is there, you know, there's city folk, there's suburb folk, there's, there's rural folk, and they're, I'm not trying to paint with a broad brush here, but there are like little differences, and I think those guys, there's, there's a little bit of like that work ethic, the no BS, the like, Love he's a horses. real one. Like, Jermichael Green's a real one. I think Jokic was like, as a very strong bullshit detector. Yeah. Yeah. As, I, could, yeah. I, I think that's true, for sure. So for I think sure. that's that's probably more the appeal there. Um, what else from his from his conversation? Um, I mean, kind of the D-line, or to, to, to both of your points, like, I think Jermichael Green probably assessed the lay of the land around the league and was like, can I go anywhere else and be a third slash fourth big on a contender? And the answer is probably no. Um, and the quote that kind of blew up from his thing was losing is boring. Right. Like yeah. he doesn't want to be on a bad team. He doesn't want to be on a losing team. He's been on, Jermichael Green's been on good teams throughout his career. Yeah. Memphis, San Antonio, Clippers. the Clippers, and now the Nuggets. Yeah. So I would be Has surprised. he made the playoffs? Did he make the playoffs every year? Uh, I don't know how. In Memphis, he might have not. In one yeah. year, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. Um, Maybe not like his first year in Memphis, but I would be surprised if he ever goes to a team that's projected to miss the playoffs. His first year in, in Memphis was Gasol Zebo, so yeah, he was. They were that was playoffs. Mm-hmm. The other thing you have to take into consideration, as far as him and his relationship to the Nuggets, is that Paul Millsap isn't coming back, right? And those two sort of, I mean, oftentimes they were on the court at the same time, but yeah. they kind of occupied the same space. Um, strategically like they're the same kind of guys sort of i mean like yeah. jamichael is is more of a natural stretch although paul Millsap was like always hanging out and shooting yeah. threes um but you know like the 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 deck is actually cleared for him a little bit more than it did last year and jamichael did talk about the jeff green signing and um i've got to think he's excited about that because jeff green's a way better fit for him than playing alongside paul Millsap. i agree was. i agree that's a way better fit it's funny, like Jokic. I think Jokic respected Paul Millsap and, and everything, but I don't know. I never heard him like 
he has endorsed Jermichael Green personally in a way I don't think I ever heard of Paul Millsap. I'm not trying to like overstate. He endorsed Jermichael Green in a way I don't never heard no, him endorse true. anyone. That's true. So. <laughs> He's never said that about anyone. I think I think Yoke had an incredible amount of respect for Paul when he got here. For sure. I mean that first year. Remember when Paul came back from the injury and he was Yoke was just making Paul Millsap the center of the <laughs> offense. He had an incredible amount of respect for Paul when he came here because he was you know a, what three time All Star. Four time, four time All Star, four time All Star Paul Millsap. Yeah, four 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 time All Star. How did you screw this up? It's like his nickname. <laughs> yeah, uh, he's a four time All Star coming into a locker room with no All Stars. Yeah, no playoff experience, and here's Paul Millsap, a guy who's just done it yeah. for so long. He had a ton of respect for him. Let's get to the bull part. The fact that he endorses him was a shock to me. Um, I my conspiracy hat is it over here? No, nope, I put it back over there. <laughs> my conspiracy hat would tell me. Is he trying to help the front office out? No. <laughs> I'll, t- I'll tell you exactly what's happening, right. but I want to hear your guys' theories. Well, that was my theory. I guess okay. I hear it. Dude, our poor tinfoil. Look at this. this I know. We need a new one, fo- dude. We need a new well, one. We, don't, we just need a new coat of tinfoil. <laughs> we need a new coat of tinfoil on that. I think he is trying to pump up Bull Bull's trade right, value to say, I'm ready, ready to go here. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what's really happening is Jamichael Green watched very little summer league and just looked at the stats and saw <laughs> Bull Bull put up big stats. That's all that's happening here. You don't think he was tuned in to every summer league game um, like we were? Uh, the highlights, maybe. The DMBA show post game, he wasn't. He wasn't tuned. <laughs> he in. saw the stats. It's like, oh, Bull Bull, twenty points a game in the summer league. <laughs> Let's get it. Forty uh, percent from three. Big year coming. Big year coming. That's all that's happening. Um, that would be nice. Uh, the one thing I will say is that you know much of what. Um, is out there about Bull Bull and much of the things that we've heard is, you know, the work ethic, the commitment, the maturity, all that kind of stuff. And I wonder, like, Jermichael Green doesn't seem like a guy that would endorse a dude like that. So I, that's why it's so surprising yeah. to me is I'm like, okay, well, I feel like Jermichael Green's the one guy that'd be like, no, you miss a practice or you don't give it your all or this or that. Like, you're done. I'm not, I'm not endorsing you. So yeah. him giving that endorsement, at least I'm like, hmm, all right, let's see it. Bull Bull. Let's get <laughs> him out there. Are we really going to do this again? Hey. Man? Could Bull Bull start at some point this year? I'm just kidding. Uh, all right, let's go to Will Barton, his media availability. Um, what did you take from Will Barton? Um, a lot of the same stuff. He wanted to come back. The Nuggets wanted him to come back. It seems like it was a pretty easy negotiation. And there's already a rallying cry that's just reverberating off the walls of Nuggets <laughs> locker room. Yeah. Unfinished business. Ooh. Do we have ourselves a new, uh, uh, what do we, like the season? Like what was this last one? We don't back theme. down. We don't back down. Theme, yeah. We new don't skip theme step. line. Uh, Let's freaking go. Unfinished, unfinished business. business? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Look at the twinkle in his eye. With yeah. the business? B-I-Z-Z? Uh, yeah, we got that part. You business? <laughs> Thank you. We got it. Unfinished yes. bones? Yeah, the business. All right, we got it. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the rallying cry. Unfinished business. Uh, I think Will definitely said it. Jamichael said it. Um, and I feel like a lot. we're going to hear that a lot, probably from Michael Malone, probably from all these guys. It's probably going to be the theme of, of at least the start of the season. We did it, baby. I yeah. like it. Yeah. Got a new brand, 2022. And that's how these guys feel. Um, like, they got swept by the Suns. They obviously know that was not a representation of what this team can do. They ran it back pretty much. A lot of these guys will sign a two-year deal. Jamichael Green, two-year deal. Last year's a player option. So I'm so in on this. I'm sorry. I'm listening to yeah. this. It's great. But I'm so in on unfinished business. It's a perfect, like, run it back. You know, we've been talking about the Nuggets are running it back. But unfinished why are they running business. it back? 
They got unfinished business. Unfinished have- business. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Let's get business. <laughs> Do you guys get yeah. it? Or no? Thanks, God. Explain me one more time. Yeah. One more so, uh, <laughs> can you imagine if the Nuggets had a Finnish player? Then we could have really leaned into the puns. Holy smokes. <laughs> Are there? Is there anyone? In I don't think in the history of the NBA there's been a Finnish player. Somebody from Kale, Is there anyone in Scandinavia that's ever played basketball at any level? Yeah, it's actually pretty popular there right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> there's a ton no, of tall people Kale's in talking Scandinavia. Right that's true. There are tall people there. Um, all right. So uh, keep going. Um. What else? What else? What else? What else? So last year, um, Will Barton like did not work out with a basketball the entire right. season. This is big. I talked about this and reported on it. I mean, he rehabbed his body and like retaught himself how to jump last off season. That was his off season, like reteaching his body how to move and jump. Um, now he's having a much more of a standard off season. He, he's playing, he's playing five on five. He's working on his game. He's getting better. He said, um, so that's like something that not a lot of people talked about Well, we did, but not a lot of people did with Will Barton. He thought like going into last season that the year was going to start. The season was going to start in February. Mm. And like, that's how he right. had his whole rehab off season regimen right. planned. Right. And so the first half of his season, he kind of looked at it as rehab, but next season he can hit the ground running because he's having a regular off season. I kind of I think Will Barton's going to have a great year, and honestly, that was one of my takeaways from talking to him. Is is you were reminded of the fact that he did injure himself in the middle of that short season. Of course, we just talked last year that the bubble was just starting, basically, or the yeah. playoffs were just starting a year ago. So the such little time in, that he had to try to get healthy this year, being healthy going in, or at least more healthy than yeah. than he was, and then getting all this time to rest and prepare and train and work on his body and. I just Will Barton is a guy that his career is so tough because of the injuries that, in my opinion, I know the Barton haters are going to come out of the woodwork on this, but in my opinion, Will Barton, healthy Will Barton, was the best version of himself by quite a bit. We just only got to see it in little tiny pockets. Yeah. But like good Will Barton was a, a real force, not just like a, a good complimentary piece, but was like, hey, this is a dude that can go at really good players and give them the business. And I just I'm I'm optimistic that we're going to get that version of him from the jump this year. And I mean, the Nuggets need peak Will Barton this year, man. They need him at his best to just steady the steady the waters until Jamal gets back. You know, they're going to need Will to be the number three guy. I mean, he's the clear number three guy. Yoke, Michael Porter and Will Barton. It's your top three scorers, clearly. Yeah, I think so, too. So I'm excited. I'm, I'm definitely excited for him. In, the, in that conversation in particular. He yeah. also talked about having the support of his teammates, coaching staff, and front office, um, which I think is important because this is true, and that's another thing we always talk about, that like the guys in the locker room love Will. So whatever you guys on the peanut gallery think, he, right. he does have the support Dude, of his teammates. Tim Connolly asked Will Barton if they should draft Bones Highland yeah. and what they thought of him. Well, so when I did the documentary on Will Barton, Tim Connolly says that Barton watches more basketball at all levels than anybody on the team. Meaning he's like a true basketball lover. He's watching college because he just loves basketball. And, of course, he has. Well, I know you'll talk about the relationship he has. But um, I, I like that Tim Conley asked him because it's like he knows that he's like a basketball scout, an right. amateur armchair right. basketball scout. So I think it's cool. Right. Yeah. No, but to that, um, <laughs> should I just go over the story? Let's that, do that, it. That 
Barton laid out yesterday. Let's do it. So he says before the draft, Tim called him up and was like, what do you think of Bones Highland? And Bones Highland went to Will Barton's elite camp in Baltimore. Um, Will Barton's AAU team, Team Thrill, played against Bones Highland. AAU team when Bones was playing AAU right, at right. a tournament they met each other there uh, when Bones was in high school and then he went to his camp so they've known each other they text they they FaceTime obviously before the draft before they became teammates and Tim hit Will up and was like what do you think of this guy and Will said he's a bucket you know he's gonna <laughs> fit in great with the locker room he's got a fire and passion to his game Will said that Bones reminds him a lot just like his makeup um his dedication to his craft, yeah. uh, how addicted he is to basketball right. and getting better, reminds him of himself, reminds him of Jamal, Michael Porter, Monte Morris, other guys in the locker room. Yeah. And Will just pretty much told Tim he should draft him, and he didn't know if Tim was going to, and then he just did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is Tim Conley, though. We've come, yeah. we've come to learn that, like, that sometimes we'll do the, like, right off the right off the cuff. Um it's funny though when you mentioned that he started mentioning how Bones is a gym rat. And he like he, what he's really saying is that he's a true lover of the game, yeah. and he's like just like me and just like Jamal. And then he starts listing off players, and it reminds me of like you'd ever done this when you're in a group of friends. Like if we're talking about our group, and I'm like you know. Dev just really knows basketball. That's why I like him on the show. And Harrison, too. And, and, and Eric and, and also Vote. It's like, okay, now I got I, I to mention everyone because I just made it sound like I'm not mentioning certain people. Yeah. So he, I almost felt like he did that. It's kind of funny. <laughs> um, Which guy do you think he did that because of? What's that? Which guy do you think he did that for? No, I don't know. I'm just saying he was like, he really is a guy that loves basketball like me and Jamal even. And Monte and Jermichael, like I, I got to mention everyone. Yeah. But I do think those guys love basketball too. Sure, but. man. Sure. Wait, this is why we were joking early on about Bones and Jamal is I think they genuinely both love basketball at its purest form. And that's yeah. why it's so fun to hear them already doing a competition. And I know Barton's there as well. Who, do you, who are you taking, by the way? Let's, let's project three years in the future. And we have a one-on-one. -on -one and we've got all of Denver's guards. Mm -hmm. So we'll include Dozier, we'll include Barton, we'll include Faka, all these guys. Like, who's who's the top one-on-one -on -one guy? Um, Michael Porter's not in this. He's too tall. He's too well, tall. I don't know, but he can just rise up over everybody. It, it would be saying, him, but he's not in it. He's not yeah. in the competition because gotcha, gotcha, it's kind of gotcha. hard to yeah. tell Faka to go guard him <laughs> 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 in one-on-one -on -one with no help. It's yeah. I was gonna make a joke, but <laughs> um. Bones? Yeah. No, come on. You guys are ridiculous. <laughs> you don't think so? The slander I'm hearing for a guy who dropped 50 points twice in one playoff. It's easily yeah, Jamal it's Murray. Are we kidding? Yeah, it's probably Jamal. Jamal Murray's a really good one-on-one -on -one player. Like we, He always does the, like, because he has the post game. He's got, like, if you can't help. Oh, yeah, he's got a lot of, he's a good, he's a good player. Yeah. No, it's Jamal. I'm kidding. It's Jamal. Bones is a hooper. He's I a hooper. Like, I, I, all of the clips I watched from him were just him taking dudes one-on-one, -on -one, just rising up and shooting. He's probably Jamal. Three years from now, it, Bones might have a claim for number two. You know, two years from now, whatever, over Barton. I don't know. Probably not. No, it's going to be Barton still, number two, and then Bones three. But we'll see. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. The other thing Barton had to say, though, the, the biggest driving force, like the biggest thing that's pushing him and motivating him right now is to be healthy for the playoffs because it's the one thing he hasn't gotten to do in Denver. 
is be healthy for one of these playoffs. You runs. actually asked this question. It was a great question, and it was an even better response when he said that was one of his main motivations is I haven't gotten to play in the playoffs healthy. I think it was like, Vote who asked the question. Oh, it was Vote yeah. who asked it. Okay. Well, um, shouts to Vote. Yeah, shouts to Vote. Not I'm on sure the show he's watching today. right he's now. also definitely not watching. He's watching the back of his eyelids. That's <laughs> definitely true. Um, but, yeah, I think I, I thought that was just a, a really, really cool response and an insight into him of, like, Think about doing all the hard work here yeah. and not getting the reward work. And that's we haven't had done, a Barton man. playoff game. We have not had a single Barton playoff game where it's yeah. like the Barton game. And come on, man, Barton's good enough. To, if Austin Rivers has one, Barton should have two yeah. or three by now. Yeah, and it hasn't been healthy. It's exactly what he's done. He's done all the hard work. He's yeah. done all the heavy lifting in Denver, man. He he came here when this team was nothing, and he hasn't really gotten to reap the fruits of that labor. Yeah, it's like right when we opened the bar, all the hard work, and <laughs> so then yeah. got not, just none of it. None of it. All right, all right. We get one more segment here. We're going to talk about Carmelo. We're going to talk about J.R. Smith. Some old school Nuggets. We're going back in time, and then later I'm talking to Fareed. My God, what a nostalgic day in Nuggets Nation. <laughs> you need to get uh, Jeff Morton on the phone. Oh my goodness. Uh, guys, stop into Solace Meds right now. They got four convenient Colorado locations. They got one in Fort Collins, one in Wheat Ridge, one off of Broadway, and one just blocks away from the DNVR bar on East Colfax. Here's some of the deals they got going on in the month of August. Dixie Elixirs, two for 30 bucks. Take note of that, D-Line. Spectra, 20% off. Ripple, 25% off. Silver Shelf Flower, 15% off. Connoisseur Shelf Concentrates, 15% off as well. All those deals are going on throughout the month of August. Here's another deal that they've also got going on regardless of the month. Drop the code DNVR20 at checkout. You're going to get 20% off your purchase, and you're going to get a free Solace Bar or King Cone as well. That's valid at all locations, at the Wheat Ridge location, the Broadway one, the one on East Colfax, the one at Fort Collins. Stop in to Solace Meds today. You can really go for a King Cone right now, if I'm being real. (laughs) (laughs) Or a Solace Bar. (laughs) Um, Also, buying a house, it can be a really complicated, really stressful process. The people at Chevalier Mortgage, Michael and Virginia Chevalier, make it really easy, especially if you're a first-time home buyer. So check them out today. Set up a free consultation at dnvrmortgage.com. That's where you can set up a free consultation. You can register to win a free DNVR shirt or hat there as well. DNVRMortgage.com, Michael and Virginia Chevalier. They've been in the mortgage business forever. They know all the ins and outs. They know all the tricks of the trade. They can make it a super easy process for you and make it really stress-free. So visit them at DNVRMortgage.com. Get set up for a free consultation. Michael Chevalier, NMLS number 1931006, and Virginia Chevalier, NMLS number 1910631. Finally, at Hassle Cattle Company right now, um, yeah, that promotion is still going on. You guys can enter to win a $200 gift card and cooler. That's going out to one lucky winner. All you got to do to enter uh, is go to the, the DNVR Sports Twitter page and click on the link to our pinned tweet. Courtesy of Hassle Cattle Company. Again, they're giving away a $200 gift card and cooler uh, to one lucky winner. Go to the DNVR Sports Twitter page to enter. And if you're going on to HassleCattleCompany.com, use the code DNVR10 for 10% off your purchase every single time. Uh, DNVR10 for 10% off your Hassle Cattle Company order. They've got everything uh, at Hassle Cattle Company. Smoked sausage, New York strip, beef bacon, Wagyu Franks, jerky flavors, tons. and I could go on for hours. Uh, So DNVR10 at HassleCattleCompany.com for 10% off. Alrighty, back here, final segment, and we have to, unfortunately, guys, we have some downer news here. What? 
I know, some downer news. This happened a while back. I couched it. I wanted to wait for like a slow day. Today was a pretty slow day, so I wanted to bring it up. <laughs> Carmelo Anthony, every you, you bring oh this God, up. Oh, God, here it comes. Harrison, this is a annual, an annual talking point. Yeah, every year Carmelo goes on a podcast and tries to rewrite history. This happens every single offseason. And he says... It was. I never wanted to leave Denver. <laughs> I want. I would have loved to. Have it was just Denver my wife. Wait, wait, what? No, yeah, he didn't what? say that. It was just my wife. I, you know, I was so committed to Denver and just wanted my whole career there. But it was. It was management, and and uh, they were, you know, <laughs> wanting to trade me or get me out. No, he was just saying that they yeah. were going to go through a rebuild process and what. So I, I think what he's saying is. Like me personally, I wanted to stay in Denver, but management made it so I had to force a trade. Right. That's what he, he's right, saying. Right. And here's where the kernel of truth. There's always like the little bit of truth that allows for like to like really yeah. use this in your favor is the Nuggets were going to retool and rebuild. Um, and they had somebody, in my opinion, that was capable of doing just that in Masai. I mean, look, maybe he was unproven at the time, but the Nuggets had done right by Carmelo from the time he came in, in my opinion. I, what I really hate, one of the things I really, really, really don't like about the like rewriting of the Carmelo narrative in Denver. One, it's hard to build a contender in Denver. We know this. So even back in 2003, this was difficult. But guess what? The year he was drafted. They brought in a Camby, an Andre Miller. They had a Kenny Martin, uh, you know, short thereafter. Like they had, they had a Nene who was a you know a quality center for a long time. Like they put pieces around uh, to, totally. to. That was a good team. Remember when they got I, Allen Iverson? When they got <laughs> Allen yeah. Iverson, Hall of Famer. Yeah. Like they they made moves to have a competitive team around him, and they were a competitive team every single year that Carmelo was in he Denver. Went to the playoffs ten years in a row. And Carmelo was great. It, you know, like Carmelo was great. He was. It, those were fun eras. I still have nothing but fond memories and yeah, thoughts about Carmelo. Like Absolutely. this is none of this. But this idea of like. Oh, man, like they forced my hand because they weren't competitive or didn't want to be competitive. Bullshit, man. Such bullshit. The reality is Carmelo got to a point in his run in Denver where he wanted to go to New York. And he wanted to go to New York not for basketball reasons. I mean, he can say anything. But Do you the remember the feature? Is, it was like GQ magazine where he bought like that giant warehouse space. Yes, but it actually in didn't Brooklyn. in Brooklyn, but actually didn't have a business. He's just like, at one day, I'm going to have a business. This, like, whatever. <laughs> it's like that base in Afghanistan that was still empty, that 92 million. You, you guys read about that? Uh, wow, we're really, yeah. really bringing it down yeah. here now. No, but he, Melo got to a point where his number one priority was not winning. And whatever. Fine. Yeah. Like, who cares? Like, okay, you get to do that. We but get that to just, you. That is but, what it is. Call but we don't that is get what to rewrite is. the history. And we just saw, I don't know if you guys saw the Draymond Green, Kevin Durant sit down where they talked about how it was really management's fault that the team fell apart of this or that. And again, it's another one of these rewriting histories where, look, I love that the players, uh, that media is in such a way that people like us get to exist, that we get to be uh, a successful media company that we probably wouldn't have had these opportunities collectively if we had to go through the radio stations who look, tried to write, work for them for years, you know, would, ne would never even get, bring me in for an interview. Like, no, all of us have similar yeah. stories. Yeah, Newspaper, yeah. same Those thing. bastards never brought me in. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe do one interview. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, new media has allowed for this, and players now getting access has been a largely positive thing. It's great. But the one thing I don't like, fans don't realize how much they side... Like you side with players because players are cool. You want to be on the side. Like who wants yeah. to be on the side of Jerry Krause for anything? You know, like come on, it's very easy to pick a, a side here. But one thing players are like really know is that you can sell this this bullshit and the Draymond Green Kevin Durant thing. I love them. 
they had a falling out. It happened. Management maybe played a part in that, but let's not kid ourselves and say it was their fault. Like we would have resolved this on our own. And the same goes for Carmelo. Like, no, man, yeah. you didn't have faith that the Nuggets, who had done right by you for every single year, were going to do right by you. Come on, man. Yes, of course they were. They you wanted to go to New York, and that's fine. You went yep. to New York. Yeah, just yeah. Own it. Uh, it is funny because this conversation always ends up. It is. Uh, management versus labor, right? That, yeah, totally. That, that, oh, those so are the, true. Those are the divides. Yeah, yeah. And then everybody says like, why are you siding with management when you talk about this? Like, That's so funny. Uh, but it's funny because in the NBA, the labor is management. Right. They <laughs> are they now all at the a power, point, all they the money. at this point yeah. have all of the powers. So it's like, no, you can't at any more be like, oh man, these poor guys, like they're <laughs> just being shipped around where they don't want to go. There's la- I want to make sure there are layers to of this. Course, like I'm not, we're, we're not making this like a, a black and white thing. It's just the, the, the class of player that we are speaking of, the Carmelo Anthony's, uh-huh. the Kevin Durant's, the, the players that have enough sway in this league are not allowed. They can, they absolutely can dictate where they go, what they do. They're right. not, they can't play this note where they right. were like a victim of circumstance from the uh, management. That's not BS. <laughs> but it's funny because like I go on Reddit and read the comments of the story. I go on Twitter and read the replies to when it was out on. And, and like, it's like hook, line and seeker. Everyone's like, Oh man, I had no idea that was the case. Like, damn, now I'm mad at the nuggets for losing my guys. What? <laughs> a, a lot of this was people weren't alive back or weren't watching the Nuggets back then. Or whatever. Yeah. I was like, guys, are you kidding me? Come yeah, on, man. Was, uh, Come on. Denver wasn't good enough for Melo. He he didn't want to be here. He yes. didn't. Uh, he la, didn't la, prioritize la, winning not. anymore. His wife also didn't want to be here. His wife very clearly did not want to yeah. be here. Yeah. I mean, there. And again, this again, is why no, it's institutional. No, it's institutional. Why did they want to be in New York? Because there were opportunities in New York that they're not in Denver, including basketball ones. And it's like, hey. That's yeah, because losing. the NBA is well. I'm just saying, like, to be on Christmas and know. You know, like to be on TV and do all this stuff. Like, and this is where the NBA structurally creates a system where people want to do this. Whatever. Um, moving on. <laughs> I just just call a spade a spade. I just don't want this revisionist. Like, and everybody buy, buys it hook, line, and seeker. It's so ridiculous. Um, J.R. Smith playing golf now, and I have to say, this story has taken a couple interesting turns because <laughs> J.R. Smith, like a Javale McGee, <laughs> both Nuggets, by the way, um, gained this reputation that was semi warranted, like. J.R. Smith was, you know, um, a, a wild partier in his day, but has grown and, you know, or whatever, moved on. And like this label of him, like, oh, he's not going to be going to class, I'll bet you. Or like, oh, he's probably going to be drinking and partying, this or that. And he's kind of pushing back on this of like, hey, do you guys have any better jokes? Like, it's been so long. <laughs> I've, I'm like a different person. And I do want to give him this credit. Like, I think it's a cool a thing dude. that he's going to college, that he's playing golf. I think it's actually a really Can cool thing. imagine if J.R. Smith goes to college and then just like gets drunk with 18 year olds like, <laughs> that would be like honestly the most depressing thing yeah, like he's already lived an entire life of L- Larry um, Stacy right? being Larry a full <laughs> playing an entire NBA career and then he goes like he's Rodney Dangerfield going back to school yeah. like joins the best, a friend the best part about all of this is J.R. Smith is live tweeting his college experience it's awesome I think it's, it's actually really hilarious interesting like, last night he tweeted out he was like man tried to join an online study group and none of my classmates believe it's me. I know. <laughs> also, how do they not believe it's him? Do they not like pay attention to the news? Yeah, it's just so true. <laughs> it's like Maybe the biggest story in that college's history. Everybody in college is pretending to be J.R. Smith is probably what it is. It's got a bunch of fake J.R. Smiths <laughs> running around their Zoom meetings. Um, anyway, I just thought it was, I think it's like a cool story and it's, it is, it, I, I think it's interesting seeing J.R. kind of push back on the like, all right, get your jokes out. Even he makes a few jokes, but he's like, but also like, 
I'm being serious with this, and I think it's kind of cool. I think it's yeah. cool too. Good for him. Is I, he a better? Nah, he's a better basketball player than golfer. I was gonna say, he, should, he should also, while he's going out for the golf team, <laughs> oh, I know if he was the, like a Steph Curry level golfer. But like uh, while he's trying out for the golf team, we're playing the golf. He should also try out for the basketball team. Yeah, I don't think that's gonna work out. <laughs> I don't think it works out that way. Oh, Would okay. you? Is there a sport like so? Could you go back and play an, or tr- attempt to play an auxiliary sport, even if it's at a lower level? I would love to go back and try and play golf in college. It'd be dope. Huh? I only learned golf late in life, in my 30s. Yeah. And so, and uh, I'm a bit of a phenom, I would say. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you and Adam both. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Incredible. I wish I could go back. You know the sport that never gained traction in the U.S., or at least in Colorado? It makes sense. Soccer? Water polo. <laughs> I want to oh go back and God, play water dude. polo. It's a great sport. Oh, it's not the worst no, sport. I water polo sounds like the worst thing in existence. Water polo sounds yeah. like... You're treading water for an hour while people are trying to drown you. Yeah, yeah, what yeah. about that sounds fun? No, 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 no. I'm trying to drown people while I'm treading water. It's like you're, you are being the one you, being drowned. I think you have the frame for it. I though. absolutely... I'm telling you, if there's water one polo sport... Frame. I have the... Like, if you never... Every Olympics, there's a thing where you can, like, put in oh your, like, God. height and weight, and it'll tell you, like... Olympic athletes that have your same dimensions. They're all water polo, uh, water, water polo players every single time. Yeah. Or like, or like crew. an undersized big man from Hungary. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but usually, so I think I have a water polos build. I have a giant barrel chest. I'm buoyant. Hey. <laughs> I did. A great wingspan. I got to say, there's this few is things on, an awfully lo- awful lot like the golf. There's a few things on earth. I want to see less than Adam playing uh, water polo. You wouldn't want water polo is a tough, Visual it's a sport. tough watch. It's a tough watch. You can't really yeah. tell what's going on. The worst, <laughs> it's a tough watch. That is the, that's really the problem with water polo. <laughs> you just have no idea what's just going like on. Just like heads floating around. <laughs> Every now and then they go to the underwater camp just as bad. You still can't tell what's going on. I, you know what sport I wish took off in the U.S. that's not water polo? Handball. Yeah, of Handball's course. Handball's a yeah. sick sport. Every Olympics, people come to this realization, and then as soon as it's over, it's completely out of sight, yeah. out of mind. Yeah, the, the, it is a great sport, though. The, the other sport that needs to be in the Olympics, slam ball. Slam ball. <laughs> but the two, the two sports... Also, we need slam ball to come dude, back Dude, I league. miss slam ball so much. But the, the two yeah. sports that uh, like really get pumped up the most by the Olympics, both winter and summer, handball curling. and curling. Yeah, curling. curling. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. rise to prominence, and they disappear immediately yeah. thereafter. Yeah. I have a cousin. Uh, well, he's a cousin by I marriage, love the actually. Norwegian stories. That is, yep. is a, was a collegiate curler. That's a they true story. They have in college? Yep. In, he went to college to be a curler in the United States. Yeah, I think he went to St. Cloud State, something like that. Uh, yeah. 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 Arizona State. I, really I do weird. have a microphone. Oh, okay, good. You have a microphone. Big curling. All right. Uh, guys, that wraps it up for today. This was a fun show. Eric, you'll appreciate it. I said at the start of the show. 100%. Let me tell you, if anyone out there can guess what Adam said right before the show starts, it means you've seen any of our other shows. Adam starts off by saying, might be a short one today, guys. Might be a short one. That guarantees we're going to be pushing the limits. Yeah. I didn't think we were going to get into curling and, and handball and water polo. We, you, no one ever suspects that we will, but we always do. <laughs> uh, shouts to the comment section. You guys were great today. Always fun hanging I with you guys. I love our comments. Dude, the, the DNBA hive. The yeah. DNBA hive is bigger than the bowl <laughs> the <NBA> hive. <laughs> it's incredible. Uh, hit, the, as the fuck hit the like <laughs> button on the way out tomorrow. Casual Friday. I thought today was casual, but... Dude, Ooh. what? Yeah, what is tomorrow? Are we just going to lay down? Yeah, we're going to be in like a, a onesie the entire time. <laughs> like all of us in one onesie? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Adios, everybody. Right now at Strava Craft Coffee, DNVR listeners, you guys can get 25% off your first purchase with the code DNVR25. And if you're a returning customer, you can use the code DNVR20. 
for 20% off your order. Of course, Strava Craft Coffee is packed with CBD. It can help relieve back pain, neck pain, arthritis, IBS, stuff that's been going on for a while, long-term uh, aches and pains that you just haven't been able to get rid of. Try out CBD, try out Strava Craft Coffee. It can really help a lot. So use the code DNBR20 for 20% off. If you're a first-time customer, DNBR25 will eat 25% off at StravaCraftCoffee.com.